Van Seas Weekly, the home for info and insight on the Vancouver Canadians and all Toronto Blue Jays minor league prospects. Hosted by Greg Ballack and Charlie Caskey. Hey, it's episode 19 of the Your Van Seas podcast. Greg Ballack here with Charlie Caskey as usual. How are you doing, Charlie? I'm okay. Aside from my body breaking down as we were discussing off air, I am fantastic. Baseball season is what? Two weeks away? You're in rough shape already. Season hasn't even begun yet. <laughs> I can. That's All I can do is sit on this chair. What's, who's more beat up, the Blue Jays or, or you? That's the question. You say between me and Kevin Pillar, I'd say I'd take me for sure. He seems to find it a lot more amusing, though. Yeah. I don't. Marcus Stroman isn't the only guy to blow his knee out this, this spring. True, yeah. I've got not only oblique problems, and but a knee problem as well. Wow. However, Stroman's is worse. <laughs> he wins in that one. Well, we'll get right into it. I guess uh, it's a lot to talk about. We don't have a guest on today, I don't think. We were trying to get Mike well, Reeves. Well, if Mike, uh, this is the one sort of problem we have being on the West Coast is trying to get a hold of East Coast guys. He's mm-hmm. got a 5.30 a.m. wake-up call tomorrow morning, so he, he said 9.30 East Coast time would be a bit late, but mm-hmm. I have texted him, so if he does get back to us, we'll break off in the middle and, uh, and <laughs> chat to him, but yeah. As you said, we've got plenty to talk about anyway. Yeah, no shortage of stories as we get closer to, to April coming up. Uh, I don't think we've had a show since Stroman went down, so we can probably start with that. That's a pretty big story to, to go with. It uh, We'll sort of parlay it into just talking about the rotation, how it's going to shake out. Um, but Stroman, by by all project- projections that I've seen, and obviously Jays fans from seeing him last season, uh, going to be a pretty big hit for, for Stroman going down for the entire season. Well, it was just, it was, I mean, obviously it was terrible news, but it was just so funny how much we'd built him up this offseason. I mean, mm-hmm. Fangraphs absolutely fell in love with him. Yeah. Um, Kyle Maddy, who we had on the last show, had written extensively about him himself. You know, we're making Roy Halladay sinker comparisons and comparing his slider and his curve to the, you know, all these great pitchers. And, you know, we'd all built him up to, you know, potentially be, you know, obviously it wouldn't be a rookie candidate, but a, a, a truly breakout candidate in the, uh, in the American League, mm-hmm. I mean, hell, I almost had him as the Cy Young Award winner at one point. So yeah, it was, it was. It's funny. I mean, it's funny how these injuries happen. You think they're pro athletes and they have all the, you know, the tools at their disposal to keep in shape, and then a silly thing like twisting on a, on a bunt drill, yeah, and pop, there goes the season. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, bad luck for him. Bad luck for the Jays especially and then uh, as I think Buck Martinez I, I was watching Tim and Sid for some random reason and they had Buck <laughs> Martinez on and he mentioned rightly that you know Stroman's such a great influence in the clubhouse he brings a lot of energy to mm-hmm. the clubhouse that it'll affect him there as well but then you had Russell Martin come on and and you know part of what I think Russell Martin will bring to it is to say well mm-hmm. nobody else in the major leagues is going to be crying for us so we just need to get on yeah. with it I know it sounds harsh, but it's not like he died. <laughs> he's still going to be around. You know, yeah, he's not going to well, be there as yeah, much. Yeah, exactly. He'll be, he'll be down in Dunedin for most of the time, right. so I feel bad for him. I mean, I've heard good things about Dunedin, but it's Florida. Right. Being in Florida in the, in the middle of the summer, <laughs> rehabbing on your own can be a ton of fun. Yeah, I guess you know the minor league guys pretty well, though, while yeah. he's down there. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you know, and hopefully he comes back. You know, there has been precedent for people coming back who was see this is why we got you on the show greg there was one guy i think it was a milwaukee pitcher that came back in season from an acl tear Oof. don't don't know that one sorry but <laughs> there has been precedence of it happening i mean obviously the jays are tempering any expectation of that by saying yeah. no unequivocally no well i know they asked stroman that is there any chance you, you could be back and even he was like well 
like let's not let's not get out of hand here. As much as he wants to be back yeah. before the end of the season, it's not not likely at all. But then, yeah, they had successful surgery, and I've, I can't remember who tweeted it out after. He's like, Since, has anybody ever said unsuccessful surgery? <laughs> uh, well, you know, I couldn't, uh, I couldn't quite make the cut I wanted to. Depends on the operation, I guess. There. Yeah? It's not very invasive, I guess. Well, <laughs> well, no, and actually, funnily enough, making a joke about that, but Brady Aiken, is it Brady Aiken? Yeah. The number one overall yep. pick of last year just had Tommy John surgery, and I did see a tweet from someone saying, rumor has it, it was it was a bit more complicated than mm-hmm. they thought, and the surgery actually didn't go all that well. So, Well, we, we had Tom Robson on, talk yeah. about his Tommy John surgery, and he mentioned that there's different levels of of quality that you can get. Well, yeah. What was it? How often they wrap it around? Yeah, or something how, like how that. tight like, they can how, get the ligament. How tight ligament, they can wrap yeah. it. it was a four, he had a four wrap, which was four to five or something yep. like that. So it's not, not not necessarily, you wouldn't say unsuccessful, but not as successful yeah. as it, it could have been. So I'm sure the knee's a, a similar way. Similar situation, yeah. yeah. So, you know, good luck to Marcus. Um, it's gutting that I'm about to sit down and watch probably 140 baseball games this year and not get to see him play. Um and yeah, for the Jays, it's a big blow, but and I, it was funny, just before it happened, I mean, everything I read, despite me banging my head against the wall every time I read it, <laughs> seemingly suggested that Aaron Sanchez was destined for the bullpen. You know, even before we saw him pitch in spring training, it was like a, a done deal. Yeah. Sanchez is going to be a late inning slash closer. Yeah. So here we go. I'm getting my wish, and I guess a lot of other people are getting their wish that Sanchez is going to be in the uh, rotation. But not, not the way you'd like to get no, your exactly. wish. No, exactly. Yeah, it's by default. Yeah. But what are you, gonna you do? know, what are you going to do? Exactly. So we've got this rotation, and I don't know if you want to segue to it now, but yeah. you know, we get the two old guys, and then three. We think. I mean, I think Daniel Norris has made the team as well. So you think three, so? I think so. I mean, his performance yesterday was outstanding. He's had two or three good outings in a row, whereas Estrada, you know, another freaky, although nowhere near as serious as Stroman, obviously, but another freaky training ground incident, yeah. twists his ankle, and that's what happens in spring training. You know, one guy twists his ankle, the other guy steps up, and, and we'll talk about it later for the relievers, mm-hmm. you know, and all of a sudden you got this kid that's going to make the team. So 24, Hutchison, and then what, Sanchez and Norris are both 21, yeah. and then you look at Stroman coming back next year, he'll be 23. Yes. I'd, I'd almost consider not picking up Dickey's option. Yeah. Jeff Hoffman, Roberto Asuna, <laughs> Milgal Castro, who cares? Bring yeah. them all in. An under-25 rotation. Yeah, speaking of Jeff Hoffman, he had a funny tweet today earlier. I don't know if you saw. Um, I did not. I forget who it, it was. Me. One of the, the talking heads uh, tweeted something saying that, because uh, Aiken didn't get signed, if I'm not uh, mistaken. They had a deal, but then their, right. medi- their medicals. right. He was. It wasn't torn, but there was something fishy with it, so they yeah. tried to drop it down to five. And well, anyway, he he tweeted that you know there are people are speculating where Aiken could go, even though he has this Tommy John surgery on, on looming over him. Um, and he said, "Well, look at Jeff Hoffman last year. He went ninth in a better draft. So where do you think Aiken can go this year? Probably higher than ninth. So Hoffman saw that and and retweeted it and said that's a very very bold prediction." <laughs> he wasn't too happy about that. He wants to, to prove him wrong a little bit, which is kind of funny to see that he didn't didn't get mentioned in the in the original tweet or anything. He he sort of either was alerted to it or saw it himself and decided to make a snarky comment, which is <laughs> pretty funny to see. At least he's inspired to to come back from his surgery and, and do quite well. Well, yeah. What's his name? At the National Post had a good interview and they had the video up online. Um, and he definitely seems driven and yeah. not short on confidence at all. And 
I spoke to Mike Reeves again, who said that he's been catching him a bit and says he's absolutely filthy. Um, looks fantastic. That wasn't a really a question. Everyone knows he's filthy, but... Well, no, I mean, uh, when we spoke to Chris Mellon, when we had him on the show, he said, you know, don't kid yourself. Obviously, the Jays never would have gotten him if he he wasn't injured. But, you know, let's not make him out to be the best pitcher in the world. He did have some kinks and some issues that needed to be worked out. But still, everything I've heard so far is positive. I spoke to one of the Blue Jays pitching coaches yesterday who hadn't seen him. He's in in the rehab group Mm -hmm. as opposed to, you know, guys that are pitching for spots. Um, but all the reports he heard, you know, word of mouth was that he's throwing it really well. So, it's good, good things to hear from from Count. Yeah, and quickly actually, we Anthopolis kind of mentioned that he might come to Vancouver. When was that? Uh, when he did a radio interview on the on Fan Five Ninety, didn't he? Oh right, right. Yeah, I saw it, that. Where he said that um, everyone kind of freaked every, out. Yeah, everyone <laughs> only he's coming to Vancouver, but yeah. then everybody else I spoke to said there's no way he's going to Vancouver. Yeah. So, you know, I'm not going to. Well, with the my timeline breath. of his injury, because he's still not fully back. From the Tommy John, is he? Well, no, yeah, he... He's still about a month I think he had off. a surgery right before the draft, so May sometime, okay. and the Blue Jays will not have people come back uh, less than well, 12 especially months. Especially kid. Yeah, yeah, so so you're looking at June. So, I mean, the timeline does kind of jive with the with the Seas opening their season. He mm-hmm. could put, potentially open the season here, mm-hmm. but it would be a Stroman-like, you know, he'd be here for two weeks, a few He's starts. dominate then, for a couple of weeks. <laughs> well, you would hope. If he gets knocked around, then... That's problematic. But. It's so hard to predict, though, because now look at Castro. He spent most of the season with, with the Seas, and then he goes up, and now he looks like he's going to make the team out of spring training. Like, it's just, oh, I don't think it looks like it. I think he's made yeah, the team. Um, sounds a done deal. Yeah, I tell you what. I mean, I, I I stand by everything I said about him in Vancouver. I loved him. I thought he was great. I, I mean, I, I was slobbering over him every time I, I wrote about him, but I didn't think his breaking pitches were anywhere near Major League level, and then I watched him, when were they on? Saturday or Sunday, mm-hmm. and he... He came in after Asuna, who looked great as well. And he's just flipping sliders over to Evan Longoria. Like, oh, here, here's a first pitch slider, Evan. Yeah. You know, for, and he's throwing him for strikes at will. Wherever, yeah. wherever Martin was setting up, he was hitting. It was, and the depth on his slider was far, far better than what we saw here in Vancouver. So yeah. I'm trying to figure out, uh, I'm going to try and watch a bit of video, see if they've changed his arm slot a bit mm-hmm. to get that little bit more depth. Um, but yeah, incredible story, and, and wow, you know, again, I said, you know, I've been saying all along they should send him down to Dunedin and have him start and stretch him out, and, you know, and, and develop him that way, but you know, these guys are paid to be baseball executives, yeah. so you would hope they would know more than me. <laughs> <laughs> mm, I don't know. Uh, Depends on the team, I guess. <laughs> yeah, so I mean... You know, a lot of people had already pegged him as a reliever anyways just because of his body type yeah. and his velocity. Um, yeah. Who knows? We'll, we'll get to, we'll get more Castro discussion in a little bit when we when we get to the bullpen, but kind of getting back to the rotation, um, you know, we got the two old guys that everyone sort of just writes off as, you know, Burley, two, Burley two gets 200 innings. innings yeah, you know, Dickie will be fluctuate, but he'll be relatively yeah, Hopefully fine. two to three wins, you know, war, yeah. you know, It'd be a bonus if they put up anything more than that. But, but what know, about the rest of the guys? So now we got Hutchison, who everyone, along with Stroman, had some pretty high expectations coming into the season. Yeah. Um, you know, this, everybody was talking about the slider, the new depth yeah. on his slider, going back to that, that he that he had in September and his strikeout rate ballooned to where he was, what, fifth or sixth in the league in, in strikeout percentage for September. Yeah. Um, he's looked good. In spring, mm-hmm. looked very good. Um, working on his changeup a bit as well. 
So I think we can expect big things from him. It looks like he's going to start the opener in New York. Well, I saw uh, a preview on MLB Network. They're saying, you know, Dickey and Burley are the two biggest names, but by the middle of the season, it's probably going to be number one Hutchison, <laughs> uh, <laughs> if not sooner. Yeah, no, I, I don't think there's any doubt about that. Yeah. And I think, you know, if Stroman hadn't gone down, he would have been number one by by May, mm-hmm. you know, easily. Um, was, was Hutchison really that highly touted? I don't remember. I don't recall him being the, like a no, front of the line, front of the rotation kind of guy. 16th round draft pick yeah. out of, you know, Lakeland, Florida or something like that. I remember his first start was in Tampa Bay, yeah. you know, a home start or whatever for yeah. him and got knocked <laughs> around a bit. And, you know, yeah. He, He's really blossomed I, into something I, else. Exactly. I, I think most people had him pegged. And again, this is this is what makes prospecting so fun is you <laughs> peg him as a, Oh, uh, ceiling of a three, four, you know, this is all he's going to be, or this guy has a two ceiling. This guy's got what? Yeah. But uh, I mean, people, they can, they can evolve. They can adapt. Um, and, and it seemingly looks like he's done that. Obviously he's going to have to be better against left-handers than, than he was last year. Um, but he's got all the stuff. I mean, last year he was just so maddeningly inconsistent. He threw like that one game against Texas, the one hitter. Yeah. And then he would go out and get knocked around. And it was just like, okay, what what are you? Yeah. Um, so hopefully this year we we figure out a bit more. He's he's a year removed, you know, pitching wise from from his surgery or, or coming back from it at least, yeah. which is one I think most people think they're back to a hundred percent. Yeah. Um, and what did he throw last year? One hundred and eighty ish innings. So he's already said he wants to be in the two hundred inning club. Hmm. Um, and, we'll see. You know, you have to perform. Well, no, not just that, man. We need him to throw 200 innings. Because <laughs> once we get past the next two kids we want to talk about, it's it's going to be pretty thin pickings, yeah. I think. Well, the next two are Sanchez and, and you seem to think Norris will be four or five. Well, I mean, it, Which is, if, you've, if you've read, you know, going into spring training, I, most people I was reading kind of were saying, I think the Blue Jays really, really want Norris to run with the fifth spot. Um, and that way they, they can easily just push Sanchez to the bullpen and say, mm-hmm. well, no, Norris won it fair and square. Yeah. This is who we're going with. Um, Which they can certainly mm-hmm. say. He's looked damn good in spring training. Well, exactly. I mean, obviously a, another spot's opened up with Stroman's injury, but you know, Norris has, of, of course, you know, not made the Blue Jays look dumb at all. He's been fantastic mm-hmm. you know, this spring. Um, so I think he's made the team. What he, I didn't see the... the the game the other day was this, was that the day that we we were forced to watch the Yankees versus the Mets on Sportsnet while <laughs> the Jays remember. were playing Houston? It was like what what's going on here? <laughs> Can't you just, just pick up Houston's feed instead of New York's feed? It must not have been televised at all. Yeah, no, it was. It, it was? was. It was the Houston. Wow. Broadcast it. So if you lived in the Houston area, you could watch it. <laughs> was it Houston? But MLB TV's been free, so I don't know. You, you seem to have issues with it, but I've been able to watch most of the games on there. Yeah, I know. During the week, it's tough for me, but. <laughs> Nevertheless, he threw well, and he apparently he he kind of introduced this changeup that he he sort of said afterwards. Yeah, I kind of was fiddling around with it last <laughs> week for the first time, and started throwing it. And I mean, he looked. Uh, oh no, sorry, it was Baltimore. It was Baltimore because he looked at him. Jones, Adam Jones struck out twice on the same pitch, mm-hmm. and apparently he just dropped off a table. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. and the, the Baltimore announcers who we could have been watching if Sportsnet <laughs> just decided to pick up their feed. We're, we're raving about him. So, yeah, I think he's made the team. Obviously, Sanchez, we discussed it. You know, he's made the team or made the rotation almost by default, even though he's, I mean, he threw today, what, five and a third of one hit, mm-hmm. one walk, one run. Oh, no, two hits, one run, one walk. 
So what, where are you working into, into the picture, the, the signings of Johan Santana and Randy Wolf, two other older guys that they've brought in just, I guess they do it kind of every, every other year. You see the, the random old guy will get signed to, to a deal and, and oh. Santana, we've just, we've looked it up and apparently he's, he's throwing, but not yet off a mound. So he's still probably a month or month and a half away from any type of game action. Yeah. So they're probably going to want to start him out in AAA, I would assume. Maybe, well, I'd, Dunedin for a while, yeah. and then and then look to the Buffalo, yeah. Because he's coming off an injury in the Venezuelan league, you said? I think so. I mean, I could be wrong um, if anyone wants to write in after. <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure he had a couple starts in the Venezuelan league. That's where Toronto saw him, liked what they saw. But then his last start, he threw two innings and came out with shoulder, uh, shoulder soreness mm-hmm. and has been taking it very slowly. Not any pronounced, you know, surgical issue like yeah. he had previously, but just... General fatigue or whatever it is, and yeah, like we said, we we were combing through Twitter trying to figure out, and people were making comments like, "Does anyone know if he's still alive? Yeah. Is he in Dunedin? <laughs> What's going on here?" Yeah, apparently he's throwing off flat ground. Flat ground. So, yeah, he's a ways away. I mean, I think for him, I think anybody will tell you he was just a bit of a lottery pick signing. He's he makes nothing in the minors. It'd be weird seeing him in a Jays uniform, though. <laughs> tell you what, if if he's in a Jays uniform, one of two things have happened. One good. He's thrown really well in the minor leagues, and he's earned himself a spot. One bad, someone's gone down, and he's getting forced into the rotation. Yeah. So, could be good to see him. Yeah. Get the odd injury where a pitcher will need to miss two or three starts. You know, I, yeah. I can see him filling in for that. Randy Wolf is kind of out of nowhere. Yeah, know? I think that one's just a, a <laughs> again. You know, Stroman went down. Shit, we need a bit of depth here. Yeah. Liam Hendricks, Jeff Francis. Yeah, I just saw your <laughs> face when I said those names. You know, it's not it's guys you want to pretty thin. You know, I know I know Marco Strato is going to probably be a, a longer man in the pen, so he might be able to make the odds mm-hmm. spot start. Uh, same with uh, uh, Redman, Redman, the Redman cometh. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's pretty. It's thin. I mean, and that's where you know before we get to the bullpen, I thought some of these these younger kids might have been sent down to, like, I really, I honestly thought, and I thought I was being aggressive, saying all along that I think they're going to send Asuna to New Hampshire, and he's going to be next in line. Little did I know, <laughs> he might make the team. I just, I have frightening images of mid-August starts of, you know, Kyle Drabeck at Yankee Stadium, and it's just like, oh, no. Wouldn't that be awesome? Here, here we go. Drayback. Here we go again. The centerpiece of the Royal Holiday trade. <laughs> Finally coming to life, maybe. Like a Lazarus coming down from the sky. <laughs> Music playing, birds flying. Sounds like a dubs. nightmare to me. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, it's a shame. That's just me. But, you know, I think his velo's down and the yeah. second Tommy John surgery, people don't really come back from that. The percentage is high from number one, number two. I think it's it's pretty tough. And he never could throw a strike, so. Yeah. But he he's still with the team, and a certain someone else isn't. <laughs> uh, Roy Halliday. <laughs> wouldn't that be great if he was back? No. Oh, so okay. we are we so that's the rotation. What I mean, do you do you know of anyone else? Any other depth pieces that? No, I, think, I don't think they're going to go out and get anybody. I think for sure, I mean he said Anthopoulos said unequivocally after Stroman went down, we're gonna we're gonna figure this out internally. Yeah. Well, the other guys that could potentially work their way in the rotation are guys in the bullpen. Um, so we can start to get into that, and like, well, Roberto Osuna is, could be stretched out. You know, he he was starting, and but yeah. they, they see him. I just just must be more of a, a bullpen kind of guy. 
in their in their eyes. I again, this goes back to yeah, I disagree, but mm-hmm. they're paid to manage the team. I'm not. I think he's a starter. I think he's done incredibly well. The the knock on Asuna always was his body. Everybody thought he had a you know a CC Sabathia like body. That once he a little bit of baby fat. Yeah, once and it would had the potential to grow. Um, and I know we had a we had the um, we had BP on our ground. I'm having a brain cramp. He's since gone on to be a scout with the Cubs. When we had our first BP chat. Um, uh, that was the big thing for everybody, you know, as far as prospect ranking was concerned, was what is going to happen to him when he takes a year off to rehab. Mm-hmm. Um, he looks fantastic. He looks in amazing shape. I was, I was. Best you've of, seen him? Oh, easily. I mean, mm-hmm. when he was here in Vancouver, you you can go back and I'm not lying. You can go back and look at my writing. I I never got it. I thought, you know, he just looks like a big kid. He's got a huge trunk, big legs. Yeah. You know, and that's how he gets his drive. But now he looks like he's an athlete. I mean, the, he, back then he looked like baby fat, like Jeremy Gabariski two years ago, yeah. same thing. You know, just looked like a young kid that maybe... Very had, raw. Yeah, yeah, just hadn't really worked out yeah. a lot. You know, just obviously athletic. Same with um, Dawal Lugo, you know, compared to Franklin Barreto. It was night and day. Like, Barreto was ripped, you know, yeah. looked like a man. Yeah. Lugo just looked like a kid that was kind of maturing into his body. And that was the same for Asuna, but now, I mean, he looks in amazing shape. Well, you're in two for, especially for a pitcher, it can make a big difference. Yeah, so, yeah. Not, but I mean, you heard all these stories of him in spring training doing extra running and extra this, not spring training, sorry, when he was rehabbing. And it, he obviously got the work done because he looks fantastic. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I, as I said, I was watching him, I guess it was Sunday when he started. Um, he was missing his spots a lot. Um, you know, he, he was getting away with it because his stuff is so good yeah his changeup is ridiculous <laughs> i mean major league hitters they didn't they didn't it was tampa bay wasn't it they had maybe three longoria uh desmond jennings and a couple other fringy guys you know tampa james bay loney guys that whatever, right? play five different positions and <laughs> will get 130 games and yeah james loney was in the lineup yeah. they were waving at his changeup yeah. it's that good um but his flat his fastball was a bit straight um and he was missing his spots um, that being said, his, his velocity is, is higher than it's ever been. So mm-hmm. obviously his arm strength is, is returning. Yep. I would have thought they would, uh, again, my preference would be to send him to New Hampshire and let him get stretched out as a starter. You know, if he does well, he's in Buffalo, he's ready to go. He's, he's mm-hmm. the next one in the line. I didn't think they needed an extra long man that desperately, um, in the pen, but well, it's if you don't win now, we've <laughs> we've talked about this in other in other podcasts. Anthopolis for him, it's win now and win at all costs. And on that note, I guess if you haven't heard the the reason why Osuna is in this discussion is because Steve Delabar was sent down. Anybody listening to this, I'm guessing is hurt. Yes, <laughs> well, even I this morning I got on to work and I was like, "Holy shit, Twitter, something is something going something on here." Up, yeah. <laughs> um, I didn't even lose my train of thought. Thanks. Uh, yeah. Delabar was option today. Yes. But I was gonna make turn into another. Oh, it's. Uh, I heard an interesting um, take on why we have seen guys like Castro and Osuna uh, and Norris and Sanchez moved up so quickly. Um, but Scott MacArthur actually was his theory. I guess is that Anthopoulos knows that his job's on the line, and the best way to prove that you're doing a good job is by showcasing who you've brought in in your time with the organization. So guys that he's picked and and developed. 
he's trying to bring them up a little bit quicker than usual just because he wants to show management that, you know, if if this is how he drafts and these are the guys that he's bringing in, then even if the Jays don't have a great year, you know, they should probably keep him around just for those reasons. I don't know what your take is on that, but... I think that that makes perfect sense. I mean, they were very conservative with, you know, we always talked about the Lansing three, um, Sanchez, Syndergaard, and Nicolino when they were in Lansing and why they were not going up to Dunedin because they had this rule where no teenager would go above Lansing. (laughs) Obviously, that's... that's, Yeah, it's been thrown (laughs) out the window now. So, yeah, I I think that could is a viable theory, no doubt. And, And like I said, I spoke to a pitching coach yesterday and... He kind of hinted, like when I was talking, asking him about Vancouver, what mm-hmm. what might we see, and he was like, "Well, we we might bring the best GCL pitcher from last year, might end up in Vancouver." So it definitely sounds like the younger kids, there's they're taking the reins off a bit, and they're mm-hmm. and they're going to make let the best kids pitch where they fall. Yeah, may uh, not be who's best right now. It's who has the potential to be special. Yeah. We're going to give them every opportunity to do that, and if they don't work out, then you know, at least we tried, and now we can work in some of the the depth signings that we've had, right? Well, and yeah, case in point, uh, I threw this out on Twitter yesterday after speaking to this coach. Um, I had written in my in my Lansing piece of trying to predict the, the five stars for Lansing, saying I think they're going to give Alberto Torado, who we had last year in Vancouver, and ended up the year in the bullpen, mm-hmm. I think they're going to give him another chance to start because that's where his value would lie. You know, it'll take longer because he's got a lot, a lot of work to do, but I think that's what they'll do. And speaking to this guy yesterday, no, he's in the bullpen. <laughs> so they're now, they seem to, like you said, they seem to be taking a bit of a different tack. Like, okay, mm-hmm. you know, maybe in the long run, we could we could make this guy into a starter, but right now, he's a much better bullpen piece, and he'll move a lot quicker if, yeah. this, is the, if this is the route we take. And our bullpen is an issue, so we need to bring the yeah. best pitchers that we have available to us. Yeah, and I, I think you're right. I think maybe they looked at the market a bit this offseason and, and saw some of the money that these bullpen pieces were getting and thought, you know what, that's not how we want to spend our money. We don't think that's wise. Yeah. So if we can Especially promote, when we have from, a talent like this yeah. in our organization. Yeah. If we can promote from within, and I have a bunch of twenty to twenty-three year old kids that are making five. What's the minimum? Six, six hundred grand or five hundred grand, whatever it is. Fantastic. Yeah. You know, and if they can get out, it's, bullpen is such a malleable entity, and and I never thought it was an issue going into the season. You know, nor did I ever think Castro and Asuna would make the team, but mm-hmm. I didn't think it was the big you know panic stations that everybody else think. Mm-hmm. I still think the starting rotation. Although I'm thrilled that I'm going to get to see Sanchez and Norris and Hudson. Every fifth day? Every fifth day. If one of those guys goes down, I think we're in a bit of trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just the depth is just not there. It's not there, no. Um, and, 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 and then we go back to, well, it could be there if Asuna was stretched out in, in New Hampshire. Come back and bite you in the ass a little bit. <laughs> so, yeah, we're, I'm kind of going in circles here. Like I, I like that these kids are going to make the team and get outs in the bullpen, but I don't like the fact that you know they're not going to be in in New Hampshire getting stretched yeah. out to then fill in holes. But you it's, know, it's so hard to foresee a season go by though, where you're not going to need to dip into your depth. Oh, especially no, after I, the last three or four years. Like well, you, I just can't see a season taking place. No, where you're not going to have to bring in a sixth or seventh guy that, to start. A well, few no, the Henkin, Pat Henkin was on whatever, some Toronto radio station, the fan five ninety again, must be saying, you know, we had one of the most healthy staffs, of, in all MLB last year, we still use nine starters. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> hey, could we come up with a list of four more past past these five, without without you know vomiting? Probably not. <laughs> so or without I, having to take time and stretch a guy out that's currently yeah, relieving. Exactly. So what 
you know, and what was it the year before when everybody was going down? We, we used something like 15, 16 starters. Yeah. So, you know, you just have to, I'm cr- literally crossing everything right now yeah. that it doesn't come to that. Nine starters I can live with. And hopefully that means. That means you, Jeff Francis is it, getting yeah, a start. But it, and Liam Hendricks <laughs> is going to get a few starts, which we saw last year. He was one yeah. of the nine last It's going to happen. You're going to have gonna some happen. times like that, but yeah. it's just very You, you scary. hope it's limited. You hope, yeah. you know, like, like Hendricks, what had three last year. And, yeah. I always forget that. Who did I see in Seattle that never pitched? Brad Mills. Oh. <laughs> he started in Seattle and got absolutely. No, he yeah. didn't start. Did he? Came no, in after. He, um, he started in Oakland when he got yeah go, or traded for a dollar. Yeah, whatever. exactly. So you know we're gonna have to suffer through the occasional, <laughs> you know, and hopefully it's Johan Santana, you know, or Roberto Osuna yeah. is is stretched out. Something's changed. Yeah. Or. You know, Jeff Hoffman comes back and, and zooms the, his way wow. out of the system. You know, I don't, I don't think it's going to happen, but, <laughs> you know, you hope, or, or someone like Taylor Cole or, or Matt Boyd, you know, mm-hmm. who should start in New Hampshire this year, kind of, you know, grab the ball and, and run with it. But well, I have a feeling that we're going to, yeah, we're going to have to suffer through some, some pretty crap stuff. Randy Wolf, Caleb, no, I'm thinking of Caleb Grindle, not him, Choate or whatever. Mm. Yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. No, nor do I. <laughs> Whatever. Well, it's sort of we keep trying to talk about the rotation and the bullpen, but it sort of intermingles. We're just you can't really talk about one without. Re- yeah, they're not separate the entities, are they? They're kind of one amoebus life form. Yeah. Um, but it, I am surprised that the bullpen is taking shape as it is. You know, I, I guess we all assumed Brett Cecil would be closer, if not Aaron Sanchez. Cecil still hasn't thrown. Yeah, exactly. He still hasn't thrown. I mean, oh no, he threw in a minor league game okay. yesterday. He hasn't pitched in a, an actual yeah. spring training yeah. game, though. So what do we got left? Ten-ish games <laughs> for him to come back and throw. He's a one-inning pitcher, for Christ's yeah. sakes. You know, if a starter, yes, I'd be a bit worried. Yeah. Throws one inning. Um, so him, what this, I, I read this today, so I should remember. The, the setup guys are going to be Castro and um, Loop. And we got Redmond and Jenkins as the long guys. No, Jenkins got optioned. Oh, did he? Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think I, yeah, you're right. I saw that. Um, so um, the theory would be Redmond, Asuna, Estrada. Yeah. And possibly another lefty. Jenkins will be up sooner than later, though, I think. I think he'll point. he'll do his his the the Buffalo shuffle <laughs> like he did last year. Um, so, yeah, it's. I mean, obviously the makeup is far different than what I I thought it was going to be, but huh. sure. Well, before we get your opinion on what happened with Steve Delabar, why don't we we'll play a clip here of what he had to say to the reporters after he found out the news, uh, and his body language was pretty interesting with the with that. Yeah, with well, the, I've, I've, as I said to you earlier, I kind of was half watching it, half just listening to it when I watched yeah. it, but now watching it on yeah. your computer, it does. Oh, of course, he's going to be pissed off, but yeah, go ahead. Well, we'll play the clip, and you can kind of judge for yourself what he's thinking and. It's interesting because they ask him. I think one of the questions is, you know, <laughs> did they ask you to, to do anything while you're down there that can that can change things? And his answer was pretty funny. So let's listen to what Steve Delabar had to say. I thought I was going to be a big part of this plan to start, and uh, it's it's a shock to me this morning. Um, I mean, as I was supposed to go again today after going yesterday, preparing myself for the season and being, like I said, being a big part of this bullpen. But obviously, I'm not going to be able to start, and you know, I'm not I'm not happy with the with the move. Neither should I because I've had a you know, pretty good spring so far. So, like I said, I thought I was going to be a part of it. What was the reasoning they gave to you? They told me that, that uh, some other guys have stepped up and 
and uh, I'm, I'm assuming some of the younger guys, and, and that's that's the move they're making. Did they give you anything that they told you specifically they want you to work on while you're down there to get back? No, just just go down and do what I do, and, and when it becomes available and a move has to be made. If I'm in the position to be there, then, then that'll happen. You think it's an options thing, too? It's got to be. That's Steve Delabar, and they talked about the option at the end there. He has that option where they can send him down and call him back up without having to go through irrevocable waivers. So if something does happen in the first couple of weeks or somebody doesn't pan out, he's a guy that's available to be called up at you know no extra cost. So it kind of sucks if you're in Delabar's position. He does, Obviously, it doesn't sound very good. You know his reaction to that, but uh, no, what's, your, I, what's your take I, on it, Charlie? Well, I think that I think that's absolutely right. I mean, the fact that Kyle Drabeck is still on the roster and he's not um, speaks to the option. However, you know, spring stats were good. I didn't watch a ton of it, but you you know, I've read a few articles today who say that you know the Blue Jays obviously weren't happy. He's been hit hard a couple times. He gave up a big home run in, in Baltimore the other day. Not in but wherever Baltimore played their <laughs> spring training. Uh, to, uh, what's his name, Fatty McGee. Um, Desmond, Delman? Delman. Delman Young. Young, yeah. And then apparently, uh, um, oh my Fatty God, I'm, I'm forgetting all the... Um, <laughs> He's not as big as his brother was. I'm forgetting all the names now. Uh, Amphetamine Joe came up next and <laughs> almost hit one out himself. Chris Davis. Chris Davis, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Fatty McGee and Benjamin <laughs> Joe going deep off Delabar. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, it's, it's it's splitter from what I've, I've the intelligence I've read. You know, I don't know how intelligent it is. Wasn't quite there. Mm-hmm. Um, His numbers aren't bad though. In, in spring. Yeah, his numbers aren't okay. bad. No, but a lot of guys' numbers aren't bad. Spring spring is funny. Who knows what they're working on and what they're trying to do? People you know? have been kept on the roster with a lot worse statistics than he's put up. Yep. But then, yeah, like Chad Jenkins, same, you know, apparently he had a spot to lose and he went out and lost it. So, you know, there is a bit of, you know, we, we hope, we think they're taking the best team north, but yeah, there's going to be some options. If if Delabar and, and Drabeck are neck and neck, which, you know, they might be right now. Drabeck closed today, I think three up, three down with a couple of strikeouts. Um, then, yeah, but I, I mean, I think they're keeping Dre back on the team, you know, from what I can gather, a little bit longer so they can maybe try and slip them through, through, uh, waivers. Whole whack of guys going through. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, it just sucks when you, you look at Delabar, you look at his ceiling, and you look how hard he can throw. And people, when he was originally traded to Toronto, people thought future closer. You know, yeah. This is a guy, if he works out his control and he, he can just oh, throw I, strikes and throw him, you know, what's, what's he top out at 97? Yeah. With a, with a, with a commanding splitter that yeah. <clears throat> falls off a table. And, now he's and the, flip-flopping AAA in the last two years. And the year after, you know, he, he was an all-star. But then after that, after his all-star appearance, he didn't throw that well that mm-hmm. second half of that season, did he? So, you know, maybe we're reading too much into a half a year. Um, you know, Seattle traded him for buddy Eric Thames. So, <laughs> Who ended up in Korea the next year. Dominated <laughs> Korea. They sing songs about him over there. It's fantastic. Well, they sang songs about Aaron Guile. I know that was in Japan. Too. That was in Japan. <laughs> I think they just like to sing. Um, but yeah, so who's the other guy here that I'm forgetting? Colt Hines are, is apparently one of the favorites for the last one of the last spots. Okay. Who I've got no idea who he is. Um, if this is literally the the 25th spot of the 25 man roster, other than maybe if Tolly makes the team. <laughs> yeah. So this is really splitting hairs. If we're you can't really get too upset over who they pick as as the guy who fits that that role. No, I'm so. not going to be terribly upset if it's yeah. Drabeck or Hines or Delabar. I don't give yeah. a shit. 
excuse my language again. Um, <laughs> it's true, though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously the long guys. It, it'd be nice if if you know Redmond or Estrada or someone or Asuna can grab that ball because with the young kids, you know Sanchez and Norris, we all love them to death as as prospectors, mm-hmm. but. There's going to be the odd outing where they only last three, four innings. Mm-hmm. And, you know, with the Jays' offense, it, it's, it'd be nice if we have a guy that can come in and knock, lock it down for three, four innings or whatever and give the offense a chance to get back into a game. Sanchez would have been so nice in the bullpen. Come on. <laughs> I think he's now we need him in the rotation, though. A great start. Here, Cole Hines, what did he play for uh, the Dodgers last year? No, San Diego, sorry. That was 2013. Am I getting confused? What year is it now? 2015 so, yeah, season. He doesn't have any um, <laughs> oh, show minor stats. What a loser. <laughs> is this your first day on Baseball yeah, Reference, here Charlie? Oh, Baseball Reference. <laughs> Actually, Baseball <laughs> Reference, is, it must have changed. There's some new features that I'm only just trying to figure out. Sure thing, Charlie. Sure, sure thing. Way to go, Charlie. <laughs> yeah, AAA last year in between um, Dodgers and uh, looks like a bunch of other teams. Yeah. So he looks to be uh, the, the front runner. Um, but yeah, so if Asuna makes the team and Castro, then two spots need to be made on the 40, which yep. one will be for Stroman, I'm guessing, the whole the 60-day DL or shit. whatever. But then someone else is going to have to be um, removed from the 40, which yeah. could be interesting. I see you've got the 40 up. Yeah. I'm just trying to think if there's any other position we really haven't covered, and that's uh, pretty much broken. Other than second base, which we can get into a little bit as well, it looks like... Your, your buddy John Heyman yeah. has announced formally that it looks like Travis has made the team as the starting second baseman. Yeah, because he's in there spring. during all the closed-door meetings, uh, <laughs> J- Johnny H. Um, he was, knows. Yeah, it he was knows. funny, actually. I was, when I was talking to this pitching coach yesterday, I was like, so can you give me any inkling of who's going to make what? He's like, no, we don't even know, man. You know, <laughs> we're 10 days away or two weeks or whatever. Until we have that final closed-door meeting, we will literally call a player in to say, bring your stuff. And then we'll make a decision. And they're either walking across the street to Dunedin mm-hmm. or they're getting on a plane to Lansing. I was talking about lower level guys. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I think Devin Travis has, has made a case for himself. He's looked good. He's looked he's great. Looked really he's looked good. especially great and not great, but he's made some really nice plays in the field, which. Not Goins level, but he's, he's good enough. Good. Goins is an unbelievable defender. Yeah. You know, if he could just hit a bit, I mean, that's what everyone, <laughs> oh, if he could just hit a little bit. And he has hit this spring. What, he had, he had another double today. He had a triple uh, earlier, I think, in the spring, too. He had yeah. Um, speaking of which, I wanna, there's someone else I want to talk about. Okay. Um, speaking of triples. Um, <laughs> Kawasaki. <laughs> in the Hi-yay. Um, but I think Goins has put himself in the conversation because... If you if you're bringing a utility player, well maybe as a backup. Maybe we were talking about him as a backup um, because he can cover short and he can cover it exceptionally well. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas Travis obviously is is purely a second baseman. Um, but then we start talking about Tolson and and where where does he fit in and and all this other yeah. permutations. He hit a bomb he, the other day. Absolutely. Well, no, yesterday and bomb. and then hit it. I read it as a grand slam, but I thought I was watching MLB and I thought it was only a three-run homer. I, let's not nitpick as to how many people were <laughs> let's on Let's just base. talk about the distance of this thing. Holy Did he? Geez. I didn't see the highlights. Yeah, it, was, it? it was a huge, huge home run. It wasn't a wall scraper really? that he normally hits. No. He got all of it. So he's played well this spring. 
Travis has and, and Goins has. I mean, they're all they're all at least making a case. You know yeah. that it's it's not it's amazing a, what a, a position battle will do to guys. <laughs> yeah, it's not a turtle derby to to Toronto. Yeah. You know, as to oh crap, who, who are we going to take out of these three lemons? <laughs> Um, which was the thinking going into Yeah, exactly. Which, yeah. you know, Asturias, you know, what do we have here? Well, he's injured again. Um, well, Asturias has the major league deal, so he's he's got yeah, the position. He's, he's getting paid, isn't yeah. he? So, you know, whereas everybody else has options. And, and he's just a year left. And Travis, yeah, thankfully, Travis <laughs> hasn't played above double-A. So I, I can see the, the theory of, of sending him back to triple-A, just even if it's for a couple of months and kind of if, even if you want to make sure a service clock doesn't start straight away. Mm-hmm. Um, Are they just hoping and praying with him for Altuve? Because he's five eight, second base. He can he can slap hit. And he can hit it pretty good for a smaller guy. But if maybe, he can just yeah. maybe focus on, I, I know it's a bit of a stretch, but is that that's sort of what they're holding out for with Travis? I don't know. I mean, uh, everything we read about him is he can hit. Yeah. Same with Kevin Pillar. He you takes, know. takes a few walks here and there too. Yeah, so. unlike Kevin Pillar, um, unlike Goins. Well, yeah, going Jesus. <laughs> Not uh, even if Goins could hit. If he could just see the ball and and take a few, that would be. But Goins is a left-handed bat too, which in a righty-dominated yeah, lineup. Um, you know, I don't know how not much still that's not enough play. for the. Well, no, I mean, his, his, his major league stats are obviously <laughs> horrific. Um, uh, yeah, if if Devin Travis wins the job, fantastic. Mm-hmm. You know, same with Don Pompey. We 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 had a little roundtable last discussion with Kyle Dinley and and said, "What do you want to see this spring?" And and my thing was to see Pompey have a decent spring, yep. so he wasn't, you know, given the center field job with zero confidence. And he has. He's had a great spring. Yeah. What was he one for two today with a walk? I will take that every day from yeah. Don Pompey. From your eight in, or nine in, hitter. In the eight or nine geez. hitter. Yeah. Mine. Done. <laughs> Steal a base. You know, make it make a good catch cover your ground, and uh, off we go. You know what's really given me peace of mind, though, from spring training so far has been, uh, I had worries about the outfield. You know, even with Saunders slightly injured and Pompey in center with all the question marks, Kevin Pillar, he's had a really good spring as well. And I think with him as the fourth outfielder, you know, maybe filling in left field while Saunders is still out, I have a little more confidence in that outfield that I really didn't have coming into spring training at all. I no, I think same. I think you're absolutely right. I think Pilar's. I mean, obviously, aside from the sneeze gate, <laughs> which was on one of the was Fallon, I guess, was making fun uh, of him. Did, yeah, I didn't realize someone put that video up today. Um, yeah, well, he comes back in his first game, he hits a bomb. So yeah. what's that two two for him now in the spring? Or, yeah. And again, it's spring, so we can't get too ahead of ourselves. No. But seems to be laying off that outside breaking ball that yeah. plagued him so much. He figured his, it out. The guys. Work yeah. hard in the off season. You never know. Yeah, like we said, you know, guys can figure stuff out. You know, look at Donaldson, Josh Donaldson. Look at you know, we think Drew Hutchison. You know, they can figure stuff out. They can adapt. They can learn new, new ways to go about new approaches. And and he's well, even, around those even, guys all the time. Batista and yeah. Encarnacion. You know, guys that have at you know themselves come out of nowhere. Well, even the Donaldson I heard the other day, they were saying he hit a pitch. I think they said it was a two-seamer down and in. That, that, that two, stri- two strike, two-seamer yeah. down and in that he said he's never hit yeah. before. Because he was talking to Batista yeah. about how to, to bring your hands in on certain pitches like that. Yeah. And can you imagine if he even has a better season, like 29 home runs Well, no, someone, in Oakland. someone on ESPN did a, ran a, a, a statistical algorithm and said that he should be the MVP this year. Just because he hits in such a nice hitter's yeah. park now. So... 
Well, he hit. Yeah, I think he they plays said, for was the Blue Jays, as, as Stone <laughs> says. <laughs> I think he said nineteen of them were were on the road, really, and nine of them were at home. So, yeah. if you do nineteen at home and nineteen on the road as well, then they're and now we're cooking with gas. Good luck, <laughs> Brett Laurie. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll see. Everything has to be tempered, right? We can't. Uh, yeah, we're all getting excited now. I mean, we get excited every spring. I remember three years ago after the trade, didn't they go something like 25 and 5 in spring? Yeah. Like, Lori was hitting doubles for fun. <laughs> you know, everything was going right. And things can change very things quickly. Things can change in a hurry. So When you play as many games as you do in baseball in such a short time span, as we found out last year as well, the Jays were first place for a very long time, and it didn't yeah, take them one, much long to... One, one fabulous month, wasn't it? Uh, well, Encarnacion went down, and yeah. that was it. So I, little injuries like that. he's had back issues so far this spring, which... Already? Yeah, backs are not good. Um, that's why we're... Another I don't thing have a bad back right now. I'll just, I'll just <laughs> lay it out there. It's everything else. Well, uh, that's why everyone's praying for Spoke to just, just keep Eddie off of first, just because... You know, well, and I think he's proven so far he's a very good first baseman. Yes, yeah. defensively. Well, I mean, he's... He's hit a bit more lately. He had two home runs that one game, didn't he? And mm-hmm. then, um, you know, the reports I've been reading is saying he's he's definitely barreling the ball up a bit more. He's not necessarily getting hits. He's, he's done in the minors too. So yeah. <laughs> so I think they know what they have in smoke. They're hoping for twenty five home runs, yeah. but they know two fifty. You know, well, not even that two twenty maybe, yeah. but a, a three forty ish on base percentage because yeah. he can take a walk. Yeah. Um, Plus, think, he's got that power where pitchers yeah, will stay away from, exactly. from him. And, and you, know. you know, so I think they'd be thrilled with that sort of production. And he's a switch hitter. So, yeah. you know, you add him, it's, it just gives you a bit more roster flexibility. I Same just, with Pompey. And, and and I don't think Navarro's going anywhere. I just get this flashbacks of like Nolan Reimold last year. He just has this stretch where you're, oh, huge prospect may have actually yeah. turned it around. And See, back in Baltimore, I think he was playing against yeah, the other yeah. day, wasn't he? I, I don't think he's under contract, though. I think he's just as a. As a roster, non roster, yeah. yeah. But either way, like you just see a guy like Smoke, and you see a game where he has two home runs, and it's like, well, ooh, can he finally be f- fulfilling his potential? And no, <laughs> the answer is most of the time no. And because c- we've seen it twice, I think, with Encarnacion and Batista, that as Jays fans, we just sort of, you know, as soon as we take one of these reclamation projects <laughs> in, and they start to have a good week. It's like, oh, here we go. They're going to be all-stars. Somewhere in the Jays system, they've got this magic pixie desk. Even <laughs> though they've had, like, what, five hitting coaches in the last three years or something like that? I hope they can work it with pitchers now with yeah. uh, Santana. So here's Gomes in, in spring this year, 294, 368, 471. Yeah, so he's not... Not late. atrocious, but... Not atrocious. He's not... Now, the baseball reference is awesome because it's got this opposition quality quotient, mm-hmm. and he's at 8.2. So eight is AAA, ten is MLB. So he's been facing pitchers that are just above AAA. So I think we can kind of take his. Any staff for spring training to at least get an idea. Yeah, we can we can take that line with a a bit of a grain of salt. Well, um, it's been a fun spring training so far. I get to see them in oh less than a just just over a week now. Well, it's, holy crap! Yeah. Devin Travis is three sixty four, four hundred four, five hundred. Yeah, and he's eight point one in the Oppo quality. Yeah. He's been raking. This was after starting, what, 0-12 or something like that? Was he 0-12? for 12? He was 0-12 for his first 12 wow. or something like that. So he's been absolutely surprised the, raking, I didn't hear raking, the panic about that. Raking squared <laughs> since then. <laughs> Who's, did they announce who's starting in Montreal? Yeah, I guess we wouldn't know until no, they just I, want to I line up the rotation. because Sportsnet, God love him, after not showing the game, showing us Yankees-Mets the other day. Not that I'm bitter about that. Oh, it doesn't I, sound like it at all. I think 
have um, uh, they're televising all weekend this weekend. So what are we what are we at today? Thursday. So Norris was Wednesday, so he should be Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Oh no! So we so you might get. Uh, no Sanchez, I don't. Well, it's how they want to set it up, he, isn't he it? La- he he pitched last year in relief, Sanchez against the Mets. So we 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 think Hutchinson's going to be the opening day starter. Is he? That's kind of the impression I'm getting because they want to hide Burley from New York because he they beat him up basically. Bullies to Burley, um, and they want Dickey to get three starts in under the dome during the homestand. So. I think it was something like Hutchison, Dickey, and then someone else in between Burley, like Norris or Sanchez, mm-hmm. and then Burley, and then the other guy. So yeah, you might, yeah, you might get a couple, one of the younger kids. Anyways, nice. who cares? Let's just celebrate the fact that you're going to Montreal. Yeah. To yeah, exciting. Yeah, to join. I heard it today. What eighty six thousand other people or something like that they've t- they've sold. I don't even know, but I'm I'm going to be at uh, Pitch Talks while I'm down there as well. Yeah, Jonah Carey. I've I've read both his both his books within the last six months. Both excellent. I'll keep you posted. I'll be live tweeting from the event. I guess. <laughs> Fabulous. Uh, Try at least if you're down there. If you're listening and you and you see me, come say hi. I'm sure there'll be lots of Blue Jays fans down in Montreal that week. Who else is at the pitch talks? Uh, Richard Griffin is going to be there. Bob oh, Elliott. Oh, DG Dick Griffin, yeah. eh? Yeah, Bob Elliott will be there, and then two broadcasters from Montreal that. Worked with the Expos. I don't know their, their names. but uh, Wow. A couple Expos guys. Yeah, I'm sure there'll be lots of old Not Expos Sergio Momesso? <laughs> no. The color commentator for the Montreal Canadiens? Not The Sergio biggest Momesso. Homer commentating team I've ever heard in my life. You probably have more hockey skill than he had as well. Yeah. I'm a goalie, buddy. You know that. <laughs> yeah, I guess uh, that kind of wraps up our, our spring training. It'll be our wrap-up, I guess, because by the time I get back from Montreal, spending a few weeks back in Ontario as well. Or, sorry, a few days back. Not a few I was going to say weeks. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Take it that much time off work, but I'll be in Ontario for a little while and then I'll be back uh, on the 9th. So we'll probably do a podcast after that. We'll get, uh, we're gonna, we want to talk to Jesse Goldberg Strassler, the announcer for the Lansing Lug Nuts. We're yeah, going to get him on get one of these on. days. Uh, I was going to say before the season, but if you're away, then the season will have probably started, won't it? It'll be opening day while we're in Ontario. Hopefully, you get to see the game with a few of my. I was hoping they'd be at home to start the year, but it didn't work out. But. Um, just before we sign off, Shai Davidis just posted um, an article saying Blue Jays roster questions answered for now. Okay. Tem- temper that a bit. And here's a line. Uh, Michael Saunders is ready. Kevin, Kevin Pollard will be covering left field until Michael Saunders is mm-hmm. ready, although Steve Tolleson may factor there as well. Uh, I heard Ryan Gones. Someone tweeted that Ryan Gones played left for a couple innings today. Ah. Interesting. Jeez. And Devis, Devin Travis appears to be set. As a starting second baseman. So there you go. Heyman was right. Fucking, excuse my name, John Heyman. <laughs> um, Never doubt him ever again, Charlie. Yeah, you're right. There you go. Pivotal is the lineup. Uh, is that, yeah, that today included Edwin Encarnacion. <clears throat> so there you go. Yeah, he was 0 for 1 with two walks, I two, think. I two walks, yeah. yeah. The, that 0 for 1 was a fielder's choice. So apparently after the game, he said he. Uh, Felt fine. Sw- swung hard a couple times and felt fine, so good to go. There you go. Well, hopefully, keep fingers crossed, it'll be an uneventful couple weeks leading up to the season, and Jays will be healthy and ready to go, and Saunders will be ready to start and left by the time the season starts. Well, no, mm-hmm. they said that today. He's going to start the deal. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So, uh, yeah, so Kevin Pillar, hopefully he's healthy. No right. more big sneezes. 
No more eyebrow plucking injuries. <sighs> He's good to go. Who was it that was carrying a bunch of frozen meat and then fell down the stairs? There was a ball player that. I was, listening, I was listening to the guys on TSN 1040, and they were saying, I mean, who, what other sport aside from baseball has these ridiculously inane <laughs> injuries where they, you know, yeah, they're sliding on a, a slip and slide, and they stub their toe or something like that? Well, I, Sammy Sosa was the original sneezer. Was or it? it was a violent, a violent sneeze threw his yeah. back out or something was, I think, the original. Robbie Alomar hits his head taking a crap <laughs> in between innings. Oh, here he goes. Clint Barmes. <laughs> He was lugging deer meat into his basement that he got from Todd Helton, and he fell down the stairs. God that damn that, Todd Helton. They don't make this stuff up. You know they're not lying if you yeah. come back to you with this type of story, how they got hurt. So, and, I remember uh, once when I, was, when I was living in England, Rio, Rio Fernand, the ex-England defender, yep. couldn't play a game because he was, he was resting after practice, putting his feet up on the coffee table. And because his, le- his legs were dead straight... From the couch to the coffee table, his knees locked up, <laughs> and he couldn't walk. <laughs> from relaxing, he's out. From re- I hurt myself <laughs> relaxing. Was it Joel Zamaya that had Nintendo-itis? He had a blister on his hand from Guitar Hero? Oh, jeez. I think that was what he said. They called it Nintendo-itis on the box score. That yeah. sounds very medically <laughs> correct, yeah. <laughs> well, I think on that note, Don't we've, get hurt. we've covered everything Stay from, healthy. from the Z of Joel Zamaya to the A of... Uh, Artsma, do we talk about him? David Artsma, there we go, we just did. <laughs> well, we've covered it all, and we don't want you to get hurt, so, you know, stay healthy up until spring training is done. Yeah, please. Take all care J's, of yourself, don't healthy. end up like Charlie. Yeah, I'll try. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, looking forward to, although I'm away, I'm going up to my family's cabin, which we did a few podcasts from last year. That's right. Um, and they, my parents went up to get it all set up and said, we have cable, we've got TELUS, but no Sportsnet. Because they don't pay for the sports package, apparently. Oh, so come on. Yes. So of course, our the only two-time Your Van Sees, uh podcast guest at Mentalk lives up there. So I've been trying to get a hold, but the guy's fallen off the face of the earth. Really? Yeah. I haven't seen him tweet in a while. What's going no, on? No, I don't think he's he could be fish food up there on the Sunshine Coast, <laughs> taken by a whale or something. I don't know. Maybe he's just relaxing, enjoying the. Maybe he's got his feet up on the coffee table. His legs <laughs> have locked up. Yeah. <laughs> Well, if you do want to get in touch with us and, and send in your questions, feel free. I've been looking on iTunes. We're, we're actually doing quite well, it looks like. I don't know how. We've, you know, Nobody actually we're talks to us. We're pretty lazy guys. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, if you do like to, to contribute and want to send in a question or even a comment, just uh, feel free to email yourvancs at gmail.com, yourvancs at gmail.com. Or the, the Twitter, I guess, is a better way of contacting us because we get a lot of input from that and you're at Charlie Kasky, I'm at Greg Ballack. So we do get a lot of feedback from that. I can't say we don't get any feedback, but uh, you're, <laughs> you're, you always get lots of feedback. We, we need more feedback, yes. <laughs> the, uh, the season is approaching and then, I mean, obviously for us, next time we get together, we'll be able to talk about some of the minor league assignments, not mm-hmm. only the Blue Jays starting the season, but the, the, the full season minor league teams have all started. Yep. So that's well, pretty exciting. We'll have an idea, at least at that point. Right? And then, um, yeah, we'll be getting closer and closer to the, the seas opening up their season with the new stands. Uh, apparently all the, they'd covered it up where they were doing the work, and I got a mail saying that it's been uncovered. They, they've dropped Ooh. their pants, so you can walk <laughs> by the net and see uh, see uh, 
what's actually happening with the new Just don't drop your there. pants at the net. Yeah. You might get in no, trouble for that. Yeah, I'm a bit too old for that. <laughs> well, thanks for, for tuning in. Episode 19 of your Van Seas podcast. Uh, it's been uh, going to be a fun year. It's going to be fun to follow along, and hopefully you stick with us as the Vancouver Canadian season draws closer. We can actually start talking about some Canadians news, hopefully starting next week, and we'll start to get some uh, info once the, the players start to report a little bit later on. That won't be for a little while. It's still a bit rainy here in Vancouver, and it's going to be a little while before. We did have some summer weather through the winter, right, Charlie? We did. Charlie, yeah, I don't want to brag uh, to people listening from Ontario, but, no, uh, but uh, yeah, it's the, actually worse now in the, the spring. The April showers have, <laughs> have, have come with a venom. And hopefully it's warm enough in Montreal in this upcoming week when I'm there. I saw it was minus four, I think, last time I yeah, checked. Yeah, well, I saw so. your girlfriend tweeting about that, saying uh, anytime you want to warm up, it's you can. <laughs> hey, we're in a dome stadium. We'll be fine. Exactly. <laughs> A lot of concrete. Domed. (laughs) (laughs) Either way, thanks for listening. And again, if you're going to Montreal, feel free to get get in touch and maybe see you at Pitch Talks if you're going to be there. Make sure you wear your Canadian tuxedo so people can see you or recognize you. I'll wear a Canadian's hat. Maybe that's that's as far as I'll go. (laughs) uh, Thanks again for listening. Thank you.